Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, Not your first spring training, but first in, in this capacity. Just how does the preparation, what you're job entails differ this year versus the other years that, that you've uh, you know, been a coach? Yeah, um, a lot different, obviously, you know, uh, making sure I get to know a lot of the people, you know, that work in the organization, uh, not only from, you know, the front office side, player development, but the players as well, you know. Uh, it's been three months, you know, and now we get to this day and uh, seeing a lot of people face-to-face, um, you know, is uh, – is a lot different with a lot of the conversations. When in the past, I'm just more like practice planning and, and all that. But now it's more like leadership, you know, uh, getting to know coaches, getting to know players, uh, the organization, and, you know, how we're going to attack uh, spring training in, in, in the season moving forward. So uh, obviously a lot of different, but fun at the same time. What does a successful spring look like to you? Uh, for me, it's uh, health, obviously, right? You want to you wanna break camp. Uh, with uh, a lot of you guys uh, healthy, right? Um, but just creating uh, the connections in that locker room, you know, getting to know a lot of the new faces, especially for me as a manager, but some of the coaches, uh, some of the, the people in the front office that are new, and, and some of the new faces that we brought uh, to be a part of this team. I think just creating that, that connection, those relation, building those relationships so we could uh, start trusting each other. And uh, that's, how, that's how I see it. But at the end of the day, it's, uh, it's, um, each guy getting ready individually, uh, for their season, um, but health obviously is uh, in creating that connection. 
you said it's been three months. Does it feel any more real now than it did at the start? Yes, uh, for sure. You know, and uh, it's exciting because uh, to be able to put in a big league uniform uh, as a manager for the first time and to do it for this organization, for the New York Mets, is, is such an honor and a privilege. And I'm really, really excited. You know, it was long three months, you know, but now day one and uh, seeing some of the faces uh, is really, really exciting. So, yeah. What, what do you hope to learn over these next six or seven weeks? Yeah, learn, you know, you, I'll <laughs> learn a lot from the organization, you know. Uh, we got everybody here in camp, you know, um, players, uh, the way we do things, you know, the way we prepare, uh, and just the connections too, you know. Um, I, I need to learn the players. I need to learn my coaching staff. I need I need to learn some of the things that we're going to be doing uh, each and every day, you know, to prepare to to win baseball games. So uh, every day, uh, I feel like we are all learning about each other, about our process, and about the players. So I'm excited about that. And what do you want players to learn about you? Um, that I care about relationship. That I care about uh, the connections that, that that we create in that locker room. That we stay tight uh, together. Uh, as a group, uh, and then we have fun, you know. Uh, this is a hard game, uh, and we all know that, but at the end of the day, I want those guys to know that I'm all about, you know, preparation, attention to details, but having fun at the same time uh, while we're doing it. Hey, Carlos. Uh, yesterday, David touched on a few spots where he thought there could be some competition for areas where it's DH, bullpen, third base. Just curious what your outlook was on those spots. What, yeah. What, what uh, do you see there? You know, uh, I've been pretty consistent with competition bring the best out of people, right? And uh feel like, you know, the last couple of spots out of the bullpen, you know, and we got we got a lot of depth, you know, we got some good options and hopefully they're healthy, they're throwing the ball well and they're making those conversations and those decisions uh really, really hard, especially towards the end of camp, right? Uh same way with some of the younger players. Um we talk about third base, uh but we feel good with what we got going in, right? And then uh, you know, whether it's that last roster spot out of the out of the bench, whether it's a platoon player, uh there's definitely gonna be some competition. Uh and it's a healthy competition and it, it, it's always fun to have uh some of this. And again, we're a long ways away from that. Uh we're still a few weeks away and hopefully they make it they make it tough on us, you know, to make to make those decisions. Carlos, coming over from the Yankees, you're in a spot that we've asked other guys that have done that, Willie Randolph, Buck Showalter. This is really going to be your first chance to put your imprint on these players in the spring. What are you going to try to make this team be like? What's a Carlos Mendoza team going to look like? And, and coming from the Yankees, which was a big part of your, you know, your upbringing there. A team that's going to be prepared, you know, uh, the attention to detail, the way we play fundamental baseball uh, is, you know, that's going to be one of the three key, key areas, you know, that we got to do everything that we can every day to prepare to win a baseball game, uh, sticking to our process uh, and respecting each other, you know. Uh, obviously, that product on the field, uh, the fan base, uh, expect a lot of us, right? And uh, But from my end, like you say, coming from the Yankees uh, and, you know, those names that you mentioned, is details, preparation, fundamentals, and, and, again, having fun doing it, so... Is that one of the harder things to do during 
Well, I, w- I wouldn't say it's one of the hardest things. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's a day-to-day type deal where, again, they got to as much as I need to get to, to know them, they got to get to know who Carlos Mendoza is, right? And, you know, my personality, how I'm going to be handling certain situations and how I, I want the guys to prepare. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's one of those that I need to learn as much as possible. They need to learn who I am. And same thing with the coaches. You know, uh, we got a lot of new faces uh, in the coaching staff, and and they they need to create that connection uh, right away. Specifically on third base, how much run do you expect Vientos to get there this spring? And and bigger picture, where do you just see him kind of fitting in defensively versus DH versus whatever? Look, I mean, I think at the end of the day. Um, you know, if he's in the lineup, I mean, he's playing well, right? And I mean, uh, whether it's a third, uh, first base, DH, and um, it'll play itself out, right? Um, hopefully, like I say, we're having those discussions at the end of camp. That means they're not only healthy, but they're they're having great camps and they're they're making it tough on us. Um, but yeah, with Vientos, with Beatty, you know, with all of them, you know, Wendell, you know, there's a lot of guys there. But uh, specifically with Vientos, he's you know, whether it's third base, with first base, you know, there's going to be progression. There's going to be a plan in place there for him, making sure they are both getting reps, uh, you know, uh, in games. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Carlos, Mets fans are dying to win. Do you share their passion? Of course. You know, uh, I know what I signed up for. You know, I've been I've been in New York for the past six years, and I know the expectations here, and it's not different, right? Uh they're dying. We want to win as, as much as uh, as they want to, you know. And 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 but we understand. We'll you know is uh, we're building that foundation starting today, and that's going to be the message, you know. Uh, we're not winning a championship on day one, and we got to make sure we prepare. We got to make sure we we build those relationships, and then then we start connecting. Uh, but yeah, understanding that there's high expectations here in New York, and and they want to win, and we want to win as well. Yes. Um, every every team has strengths and weaknesses. What do you see as the biggest strength and the biggest weakness of this team? I would say, um, you know, the depth. You know, uh, I feel like David uh, in the front office did a really good job of bringing uh, a lot of different uh, pieces to the to, to the roster. Um, and I we really feel good about our depth, whether it's from the position player side, from the pitching side. The weakness, uh, that's, a, that's a good one, because um, I really feel good about it. You know, I feel good about about the talent that we got in that room. You know, we got some established players, and we got some young players that are knocking at the door. And you know, we're excited to watch watch them play and perform. Given that players are trickling in already, tomorrow's the first pitchers and catchers workout. The other hitters will be coming in the next few days. At what point do you? address the team and give that speech? Yeah, uh, so tomorrow will be my, a short one to the pitchers and catchers, but the big one will be on Monday. Once the position players report here, that's going to be the biggest meeting uh, meeting there uh, when everybody gets in here and get everybody in the room. And who is your center fielder? Who's my center fielder? <laughs> we got good options, you know? <laughs> we got good options. Uh, and look, you know, we brought Bader in here, obviously, but we also got Brandon Nemo, you know, and uh, from the beginning, we've been having those conversations with Brandon, and he's been very, very open about it, and we all know Brandon, you know, uh, this is a guy that wants to win, and he will do everything uh, he can possibly do to, to help this team win a game, whether that's in left, whether that's in center, you know, we 
We got Tyrone Taylor as well. Uh, so we got the good thing is we got options, you know, and um, it's up to me, the coaching staff, uh, putting together a plan and talking to the players as well, you know, uh, to make sure they are we're putting them in a position to, to have success. And, you know, whether it's Bader playing center, whether it's Nemo playing center or Taylor playing center. So, again, I'm going to go back to, like, we got good options there. Uh, when it comes to the rotation, what do you make of guys in competition for sort of the like five, six, either you have guys like McGill and Lucchese we saw a little bit of last year. What do you think you need to see from them? Well, uh, to be themselves, you know. Uh, it's not a secret that to get to 162 plus, we're going to need more than five, right? And the fact that we got a lot of options in, you know, you mentioned those two, they're going to play a big role for us. They're going to pitch meaningful games. They're going to they're gonna give us uh, meaningful innings. And I feel like, you know, the way we're going to approach is, Everybody's getting ready for opening day, right? Uh, hopefully, I'm going to go back to health again, right? Hopefully, we're having those conversations that everybody's healthy and, and they're throwing the ball well and they're making it tough on us. But we're not going to, you know, we, we're going to need a lot. We're going to need all of them. So the good thing is we got options. David touched on yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me, the possibility you're going you're to need a six-man rotation at some point, how, how do you kind of see that playing out a, a little bit? Yeah, it'll, it'll play itself out. Uh, early on, we got a few off days that will allow us to get that extra rest for, you know, hopefully, you know, everybody's healthy, right? But it depends, you know, there's a lot of things to consider here. And whether where you are on the schedule, uh, health is obviously important. But getting to know the players and who needs that extra day, who doesn't, uh, I think is, you know, us learning the players. I'm going to rely a lot on half in our medical and training uh, staff to make those decisions. But yeah, that's. Uh, I think uh, uh, at some point we'll, we'll we'll be very open and very flexible about that. And Nemo, if if he's not playing center fielder, if he's the primary left fielder, would you want to leave him in one spot, or would you want him to? potentially bounce back and forth between two spots. Yeah, and that was one of the things that, you know, when we first started uh, talking about this, you know, back in November, uh, that came up, you know. And, again, he's willing to do whatever it takes. The, the biggest thing is our communication here and making sure that, you know, he's preparing and we're putting him in a position where he's going to be the best version of Brandon Nemo, whether that's in left field or in center field, but making sure that that communication is clear and, you know, he's going to be a part of that conversation, you know. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I could see him playing both. I could see him staying in life at, uh, sometimes. It, it, there's a lot to, to that goes into this decision here, whether it's matchup base, you know, uh, off days, health, all that is uh, – comes into play when, when, when it comes down to right on line. Um, uh, wow. um, so yesterday, David mentioned that the Mets were a championship caliber team. Do you agree? And if so, what makes this team championship caliber? Uh, we got a lot of talent in this room. You know, uh, we are excited about the players that we got. Uh, not only the established players that, that they've been here and had success, uh, but the younger players as well. We got a lot of that. And, yeah, I mean, look, it's New York, right? Uh, and every time you, you're in the arena and you're competing, you want to win. And uh, understanding that, you know, we got work to do. Uh, um, but that's what we're – that's our goal. And those are our expectations. But uh, we really feel good about our group, our you know, our team. And there's a lot of talent. And, and they're hungry. They're hungry. Too, so – how do you anticipate handling the workload of Edwin Diaz after uh, the injury last season? Yeah, um, you know, he's doing great uh, to begin with. Um, he's got a smile on his face, and, uh, you know, he's finishing his rehab 
program and uh, you know it's one of, it's going to be one of those with Let's get through spring training. Let's get to the regular season, and 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 you know we'll have those conversations. But you know we got to be mindful of where he's at physically. How is he responding after each outing? You know, uh, we 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 got to get step one first. You know, we got to get him in games. You know, he's probably gonna be doing a lot of the backfields work first. Then we got to get him on the main stadium. And once we you know we get to opening day and we get the season going, you know, like the back to backs and how many guys, how, how many days uh, we. Uh, are we comfortable or using him? But this is going to be a conversation with not only Edwin, Hef, but the medical and training staff uh, to help us guide us uh, make that decision.